0: Hey, what's up, financial advisors? It's me, Sarah G with The Smack, and I am back. And today, I've got some folks here to talk about Irma. And The reason is that I think financial advisors overlook this. I think that, especially within certain pockets of the advisor community, we could be doing a lot better talking about retirement income planning and issues related. So I've got some great guests here. Dan McGrath and Paul Morrison from Irma Certified Planner. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank Thank you. So. Folks, let's get into it. Let's just start at a basic level. What is IRMA?
1: Well, uh, IRMA is basically short for Medicare's income-related monthly adjustment amount. It is simply a surcharge on top of Medicare Part B and Part D premiums for those that happen to be generating too much income while enrolled in the program.
0: Okay. It's
1: it's a tax.
2: Yeah. If you make too much taxable income going into retirement, that's what I always tell the public. So, if you make too much taxable income going into retirement that's visible to the IRS, okay, you run the chance of your social security being eliminated by almost 60 to 100% by the time you're in your mid 70s. So, what I tell every single human being I talk to when I have a conversation, and they go, oh, You're kidding me, right? You, no way. I'm like, Yeah, yes, way. If you make too much taxable income, not according to you, according to the government, the IRS. And it's very simple. Your Medicare Part B and D, which comes out of majority of Part D, you know, is optional, but Part B comes out of your Social Security, but the majority of Americans Part D comes out of your Social Security. When that comes out, you're basically, the, those premiums, if you go within the six uh, income brackets within IRMA, that Part B and Part D get subsidized, or we call it a tax. It's really a tax. It's going up And you're getting less of your Social Security net net benefits, that's simple.
0: Where do you see financial advisors missing the boat when it comes to IRMA? Good
1: question. Dan? Well, um, unfortunately, right now, here's a question that we always like to ask whenever speaking to the general public. And they tend to come to our seminars because they're receiving these IRMA letters from Social Security. Uh, We asked the one question of uh, which financial firm has ever mentioned Irma to you. And currently there isn't a single financial firm in the United States that, or we will call it a broker dealer or a sales arm of the financial industry. There is no firm actually discussing the subject of Irma to anyone.
0: I know. I know certain financial advisors. Have That's excellent.
1: That. They're 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 individuals, most likely independents.
0: Independents, yeah.
1: They're doing God's work. When you take a look at, and I'm, I don't want to throw out any large corporation names that uh, start with an F and end with a Y. I mean, or, I
0: mean, they they all freaking hate me, anyways. So you could, but let's not <laughs> just not poke
1: them. And they actually have a, a vetted reason not to they make too much money off of the old way of financial planning the federal government also helps subsidize them so why okay, hold, hold, hold on let's
0: talk about that the old way of financial planning Dan I like that what is that
1: tell me well, the old the old way of financial planning is ultimately capture as much assets under management charge the highest fee that you possibly can and then go play golf that's the way finan- to me and and if someone wants to dispute it, I'm on board 20, with
0: you, with that. right?
1: Yes. I've only been in the industry for 25, 30 years, so try to try to tell me differently that that's not what's happening.
0: I gotcha, totally right. So that's the old way of financial planning, and and I know that there are actually a lot of people on this call that who are listening to the show that are that are doing that that are gathering assets and aren't really attending to the planning, which is why. But, I'm still-
1: So it's not even the planning. What what's happening? What's happening is the the majority of people that are using a financial professional are nearing retirement. They're baby boomers. They're the ones with the assets. Then if we look at Gen Xers, they're getting older in age. They're in their Oh,
0: tell me about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And They're eyeballing retirements. What people don't grasp is in retirement, it's not about capturing the highest rate of return. You've already won the race. So now you're done, you're 65, 60, 70 years old. It's about making that money survive because you're no longer working. So what do you need to do? It's no longer about capturing assets and trying to get the highest rate of return. It's about proper distribution. And then in order to have proper distribution, the federal government has literally changed the rules. And if you distribute your income incorrectly, the government's going to take all of it Not just a little bit.
0: Hold on, man. What what do you mean by that?
1: Okay, first, the the four rules that we like to talk about are the five rules. First rule everyone should know is that your Social Security benefit is taxable, correct? Everyone knows that their Social Security benefit is taxable. Okay, how is the Social Security benefit taxed? They look at your adjusted gross income, and they add it to half of your Social Security benefit. So if you have money in a traditional 401k or IRA, what's going to happen to your Social Security benefit? It's guaranteed to be taxed, correct? So the financial industry is already setting people up to have their social security benefit be taxed. They're already hurting people right off the get-go so they can make money. Number two, in order for you to collect your social security, we like to ask this as a question. By law, since 1965, what must you do? The first thing when you apply for Social Security, the first thing that Social Security looks at is, do you have credible health insurance? And if you don't have qualified health insurance, guess what you can't collect? You can't collect your Social Security check. So when you're 65 and older, what must you have? You must enroll in a Medicare. Now that's Medicare Part A, but there are other parts, Medicare Part B and Part D that have late enrollment penalties. If you don't enroll, you're gonna get hit with penalties. You're gonna forfeit your social security benefit and you can't access the U.S. healthcare system when you're in retirement. So in order for you to receive your social security check, by law, you have to enroll in a Medicare. That's the second rule. Third rule, Medicare premiums are based on the amount of income you generate. They're means tested. This is passed in 2003. 20 years ago, implemented in uh, 2007, 15 years ago. So the federal government's going to look at how much income you're generating. It's going to tax your Social Security benefit. Then what it's going to also do is look at the amount of income you're generating and increase your Medicare premiums. Rule four, what is income for Irma? it happens to be modified adjusted gross income, which is your adjusted gross income, which includes that taxable social security benefit and any tax exempt interest you have. So the financial industry is setting people up to put money in a traditional 401k and then telling them instinctively to maximize their social security benefit, which is probably one of the worst things you could possibly tell somebody to do. Because now you've maximized your social security benefit, they're taking half of it They're adding it to your distribution from your traditional 401k, 85% of it's being taxed, which now gets added back to that withdrawal. And what happens to your Medicare premiums? They go up. Here's the fun joke, the fifth rule. And this is for specifically how many people think Social Security is really going broke. How do you pay for your Medicare premiums? Through your Social Security check. The financial industry is working on a, a a plan or working on a on a way that is outdated. It's literally trying to use a, a a landline to access the internet.
0: So, when do you suggest that financial advisors start planning out for this ARMA? Is it just so, when they have they we're working with their clients five years out of retirement? Do they have to do here, retirement? Could they do it for somebody like me who's in my forties.
1: Yeah, I would never put I would I wouldn't peg you there, but uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, bro.
1: All right. So the first knee-jerk reaction we get from financial advisors that first hear Irma and they realize that it's a tax on income and it, it's also CPAs, it's employers, everyone says the same thing the federal government's going to get rid of Irma because it hurts the financial industry. That's what people say. Think of that. Because it hurts the financial industry, the federal government's going to get rid of a tax.
0: Well, I mean, I I would agree that the lobby is pretty strong.
1: Okay, so now here's, here's the reply. Without Irma, Medicare and Social Security go insolvent. So I would like you to ask, I would like you to answer this question. Which politician is going to stand in front of the voting public and state, we're going to let Medicare and Social Security go insolvent, meaning you have no more coverage and no more income because we want to protect the financial industry because the financial industry didn't follow federal law. So tell me the politician that's going to do it. And by the way, I wouldn't trust any one of them with a dull pencil, let alone try to run a business. But they all said the same thing. There is no way I'm going to let Medicare and Social Security go broke so I can save some investment advisor at Edward Jones. I can make sure he can still go to his country club or get on his boat. not going to happen. So now, you now know that without Irma, Medicare and Social Security go insolvent. So what do you think is going to happen to Irma? Well, it's only going to get bigger and worse, and it's not going away. So when should you start planning for it? Start planning for it the second you start earning money. And it's very easy to get around Irma.
0: That's interesting. Okay, so financial advisors. For every single client you have that's earning money, you should be planning Irma. Would that be the getting, your condition? clients are getting hit by it. Wow, just so
1: now. I, I, here, here's here's what the financial advisor does because they're wicked smart. The financial. You're a
0: wicked, you're a wicked Bostonian.
2: <laughs> I've talked to i talked to a CPA. I've talked to CPAs, and I go, "How do you, you know, when when a when a client brings in an Irma letter from the Social Security Administration? Okay, how do you?" How do you advise them? What do you, you know, how well, how do you discuss that that Irma bracket? How do you discuss that reduction in their Social Security? How do you prepare for more future brackets being breached? I'd like to know these things. I'm just going to be real blunt with you on this. They 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 use a spreadsheet, and they 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 try to, you know, that's how they try to track it. But they said it's so hard because you know we don't the brackets are changing every year. Uh, and we just kind yeah. of advise them on their present, we just advise them on their, their, their present Irma uh, um, bracket they're in. and then we just tell them to go down to the Social Security administration and just appeal it. That's all you got to do. It's no big deal. Oh, okay. The problem is, Sarah, is that you can talk about Irma. you can talk about appeals. That's as far as that the conversation goes in a lot of these YouTube videos, news articles when you Google, but people don't really know the inflationary uh, the inflationary increases in the surcharges since 07. They don't understand the inflationary uh, increases in Part B and Part D. And they don't understand that Irma is a continuous, it's a continuous problem in retirement. It's not a one-time thing.
0: Okay, so let's say I'm a financial planner and I'm uh, listen, hearing this message about we need to get on board with including irma in our planning for for all clients Mm -hmm. clients mostly retired but i've got some 30s 40s even everyone's earning what do i do
1: all right so depending on how old you are and when you start earning money so let's say you're a teenager like my children that are working and they're making money and instead of putting money in the stock market just buy life insurance by an index. Universe are you joking? Are
0: you joking me? Because, you know, you must know my opinions of life insurance accumulation products.
1: There's right now available to people that are young. There's only three solutions or three ways around. Irma. The first one is life insurance, because when you take money out of life insurance, it's a loan so it doesn't count as modified adjusted gross income.
0: You're talking like an insurance agent now are you? Hear me out. Hear out. me out.
1: Hear me out. The other solution is Roth. The third solution is a 401h. Now, there's nobody on your podcast that's ever heard of a 401h nor can they spell it. It's only been around since 1984, so I don't I don't expect the financial industry to know anything about it yet maybe around 2050 2060 the financial industry will get around to learning a law that's been on the books for close to 40 years now so when you look at the way the government has set everything up you place money the way the financial industry works today you place money in a traditional 401k traditional ira you invest it we're giving you a tax break today and then when you get older we're taking all of your money Tell me the only three products that that doesn't happen: life insurance, Roths, and four hundred and one h plans. HSA. So an HSA is a great tool. The problem with an HSA is you have to have bad health insurance in order to have one.
0: Meaning high deductible health insurance.
1: Yes, I'm sorry. Health
0: insurance. If if
1: anyone wants to argue that,
0: that okay.
1: So if anyone wants to argue. If anyone wants to argue, I'll gladly take your calls. You can tell me that telling somebody they've got to pay $12,000 up front after paying $500 a month in insurance. No, no, that's really good insurance because the guys in Congress don't pay anything. But if you want to tell me paying $12,000 deductible, no, that's great insurance. Yeah, I never
0: I never got that, actually. So I'm You gonna...
1: have to have really bad health insurance and be in a really bad situation in order to have an HSA. So anyone wants to use an HSA, fantastic. Great. Hopefully nothing bad happens to you health-wise. Because if it does, I don't care how much money you save, you don't have enough. So, yes, you can use an HSA, you can use home equity in in a primary residency. Besides that, there's nothing else. So if someone can tell me like I'm five, explain it to me like I'm five years old, how life insurance shouldn't be used because it works. Well, that's fine. Don't tell somebody about it because of a personal opinion, because you don't like it. Great. What we're doing is we're setting people up for failure.
0: Okay. No, I, was, I mean, I can understand that because I have had a lot of people from the insurance industry on here and I've had a lot of RIA like pure fiduciary types on here too. And I I do see it. Dan. Oh, they're
1: idiots. No, no, you're right. They're they're morons. Well, who's morons? The the, ins- the the entire insurance industry is filled with people that you shouldn't allow outside of a building.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Medicare being mandatory in order to receive your social security check. Is only been around since 1965. How many people have ever told you that? Now, there's, I'll, I'll get to the reason why insurance agents are meatheads right after this. Social Security being taxable has only been a law since 1984. Huh. How many people have told this? Medicare's IRM has only been around 2003. It's only 20 years old. Income used for IRMA is only also 20 years old. There's only three things that you can use with inside retirement planning that's not going to count towards IRMA. One of them happens to be life insurance. Name me the life insurance company that's ever told you about IRMA. The federal government's not hiding the fact that they're going to take from seniors from this year for the next eight years, 355 billion dollars. So just imagine the government telling you out loud, I'm going to take $355 billion from you. Do you think if we did this in, I don't know, the tech tech world, a guy like Elon Musk wouldn't, I don't know, take charge of a company and try to protect people because he knew he was going to make a portion of that $355 billion? What does the financial industry do? Eh, We're going to help the federal government take the money because we hate our clients that much.
0: All right. So, so you're saying that the, the, these are the, you know, Roth and insurance, these are all of the solutions, but I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm a, fin- let's just suppose I'm a financial advisor and I've got yep. a blank sheet of paper. Right. And I, I, I know that these are the solutions. I know my clients have whatever financial yep. details that they have. And then how, look, how do I line up the action with the, the case?
1: So you try to get its, uh, I forget David's last name, the power of zero. You just try to get your income to zero. However, you can do that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a hard pill for I people know, to swallow. What
0: do, you, what do you mean by that?
1: You want to have no income.
0: When you're retired?
1: Yes, you want to have no visible taxable income. You want to, you want well, $10 million a month. Not the case of having
0: no income. That's the case of having no visible <laughs> okay yes
1: power zero how do we get how do we get you to zero so how
0: does a financial? okay so how does a financial planner cause that outcome for a client
1: so the first simplest way it depends on age so we we looked at the young person the easiest way to do that is something that you it's a it's a pill that people have to swallow it is life insurance and also rots but if how do i know
0: but how do i know how to do that how do i know that make the numbers work i mean I, if the financial advisor is supposed to be the one in control and having a plan. How do I make a plan for that?
1: The problem, life insurance is still being sold and I'll get calls from life insurance agents who are wicked smart and they're going to say that life insurance is about death protection because they're continuing the lie and the mantra because they hate their clients. Life insurance should be sold as a way to generate revenue that gives zero income. That's it. That's it. It's about
0: taxable income.
1: Zero taxable income. Yes, I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay.
0: But but so the financial planner needs to get out their yep. software.
1: Ah, what software? Who's going to help them calculate health care? Uh, Irma.
0: The, okay, let's talk about <laughs> it. So are you familiar with the normal financial planning tools that people use? Money Guide Pro. Oh,
1: yes. I, I know Pi Technologies and, and, and them very well. The reason we know that is we were free
0: money, money guide pro, right capital. Let's okay. So these are the tools that financial advisors typically use, or some of them use Excel spreadsheets, whatever.
1: We thank them for doing that.
0: Right. But here's a reason why you're not
1: gonna you're not gonna like the reason why I thank them for doing that.
0: Okay, why?
1: Because what they're doing is they're giving a report to a person that doesn't follow federal law, so they're arming their clients with the ability to in fact go after them for not meeting a fiduciary standard of doing what's right. That's what's so great about that software. It's some of the worst things that an advisor can actually hand a client.
0: Okay, so I mean, it is using those, that software a fiduciary breach? I mean, I think a lot yeah. of- uh,
1: Oh yeah, without a doubt, 100%. 100%. To the Here,
0: here's here's a quick question. By Please. using e-money software?
1: Yeah, yeah yesterday. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Okay, now hear me out. Does the federal government have any authority whatsoever in the United States? It is. So the federal government is, and I say this to anyone, if you can show me a financial industry company that's got a stronger military than the U.S. government, then my point is moot. But I'm going to go with the federal government's kind of got a strong military, so what they want to impose is correct. Is it not federal law that your social security benefits are taxed? Right. Does e-money show your social security benefit being taxed? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. Next question. Is it federal? Well, law?
0: Why doesn't why why not?
1: I don't know. We we approached e-money years ago and they don't want to have this conversation. We got fired by PyTech, Money Guide Pro, because your Medicare Irma projections it doesn't give the client good feelings Ah! because when you open up the truth here's the next question it's only been lost since 1984 that your social security benefit pays for your medicare premiums the report that your advisors are handing to their clients does it have medicare premiums coming out of social security it doesn't so in fact what you're doing is you're lying about medicare and you're lying about social security in order to gather more assets huh that's called fraud but hey if the advisor wants to give out as much fraud to as many clients as
0: humanly possible all the power to them good luck okay so so now that every financial advisor on this call thinks they're oh yeah they're screwed okay so, but now that we now that we've raised that issue, what should they do?
1: Stop using Money Guide Pro and eMoney money yesterday address their clients about Irma the taxation of Social Security and Medicare.
0: but how do, what is, that's a general broad thing what, what does that mean practically for me?
1: So this is why we certify people in Irma so they understand exactly what's going on. hence Irma certified planner not plugging we're just trying to educate okay, people fine. on the subject.
0: So the, so the advisor has to do calculations. They have to get, Ah,
1: yes, they have to get calculations. There is software out there that's available. So yes, they do. They do have to figure that out because eMoney and money guide pro here's a great plug. They're never, ever, ever going to tell you about the cost of healthcare and their retirement based on federal law ever. My, my
2: career, my career, was based on the social security timing software, Sarah. I was in 2010, I was kind of there when the first social security timing software came out and the industry, all, every advisor was jumping to this thing. I mean, they were doing educational workshops. I mean, maximize your social security guys till 70, the government gives you 8% increase a year from full retirement to 70, come on down, right? And what happened was, is that as, as you've noticed now, there's more Social Security softwares now. Now you got it now. You got you got every type of institution has their own software. What's interesting about it is it shows a gross target retirement income for that retiree, what their you know, what their target income is gonna be gross. And they show, you know, two or three or four suggestions on how you should strategize your social security, but it's all gross benefit. You don't have Medicare coming out of it, and you don't have Irma coming out of it.
1: And Social Security tax.
2: Yeah. So what's happening is, is that every advisor out there is, I can give you a social security analysis. I can, let's start with the social security report. We'll take these numbers, we'll decide what you want to, you know, where you want, how you want to, um, you know, you know which, which strategy you want, which benefit you want to elect. And then let's plug those numbers into uh, my comprehensive software. Oh, okay.
0: Comprehensive, comprehensive financial planning. See, I never, I always knew that word was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I never believed in that word. Good for you. Right. Okay. So what
2: happens? What What happens ten years from now? Where, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jack Advisor, can you come back from the golf course? Yeah, come on back. Okay, great. I'm gonna meet with you. I got this report. Um, this income's not right. You know, ten years ago, you told me that I was gonna have this. Why is my Social Security going down? Oh, oh, let me, let me get my, let me, let me uh, give me a couple of days to kind of uh, work around. Let me see what I can do. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Guys, I got to wrap up the podcast here.
1: No problem. Absolutely.
0: So what are the three things that financial planners should be doing if they want to be better with ARMA?
1: Very simple. We'd like everyone to get obviously certified because that means they understand what's going on with Irma certified we'd like them to start utilizing Roths look at Roth conversions on top of the Roth conversion what you're going to find out regardless if somebody's going into Irma or not they're not going to receive the social security benefit they believe they're going to receive their income is not going to be what they think it's going to be they do need an annuity whether you like annuities or not they have a place Everyone is going to need some form of other guaranteed income. Finally, they have to look at some products that people don't like, and they're not sold correctly, but they have to look at life insurance. So it's basically get educated on a subject that is a federal law that, real quick, Social Security, Medicare, the IRS, Congress, the Federal Register, the Code of Federal Regulations has all disseminated information about IRMA to get educated on what the federal government's trying to educate the public on, and then use the correct financial products. There's $355 billion up for grabs to save. Who wants a piece of it? Because I'm getting all of it.
2: Yeah. Per per my research, 99% of financial advisors say, I don't know about this. They don't know this. They've never heard of the word of Irma, nor do they understand the actual risk. So the three things that I see is number one, you know, get the certification, get educated, learn the risk, you know, spread this message out in the correct way, okay? Be a comprehensive planner, all right? Number two is, you know, look at our software, okay? Our software actually tells the truth on what the the social security benefit is going to look like. Let's fix the problem today, not tomorrow. And number three is, um, you know, your practice is going to grow whether you like it or not, because you are you are communicating a message that is going to help somebody. You're going to save their social security. We're helping people here. That's what we're doing. We want them to get the 35, 40 years they paid into the system. We want them to get 100% of their social security. Like Dan said, you know, we are trying to do God's work.
1: Well, her independent advisors are doing God's work. We're just trying to help them. Right.
0: Okay. And Irma Certified Planner is just www.irmacertifiedplanner.com. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, advisors listening to this, I think it's, I think it's a lot that we've talked about here today. It's certainly been very eye-opening right, for me, and I, of course, can't... Uh, you know, attest to the relevance of the IRMA certified planner designation to any of you listening to this. But what I can say is that I think you should listen to what these gentlemen have said. And then I think you should evaluate what methods are available to you to do a better job incorporating these IRMA calculations into your planning to make it truly comprehensive, as we were saying. So, folks. Thank you for listening. And, uh, Dan and Paul, how do people get in touch with you if they want to follow up?
2: They can, uh, they can reach me, uh, at Paul at Irma certified planner.com. They can just send me an email if they have questions. Um,
0: how about LinkedIn? Yeah.
1: Being just uh, email at Dan at Irma certified planner.
0: Okay. All right, guys. So everybody listening, please rate, subscribe, and review this show. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Just a reminder that nothing in this podcast can be interpreted as a product, insurance, or investment recommendation of any sort. Nothing in this podcast can be interpreted as legal or compliance advice. For any recommendations specific to your or your client's personal situations, please consult a consultant, advisor, or attorney.